0: And we are back on Buff Hub, a Buffalo womens podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Hope you're having an amazing week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you for joining me on this Friday, on this weekend, wherever you are, however you're hearing. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, again, my, my name is Steve Vega, and it has been a wild ride uh, analyzing what's been going on in the NFL. Obviously, uh, <laughs> just a lot of news is breaking around the bills, and it's just... It's so invigorating. Uh, so many years have, had gone by as you know, fans and we have experienced things and on a completely different level. And uh, just to know that Buffalo is a destination where people feel has that family vibe, um, ha- has the camaraderie, has also the coaching staff that, and, and the medical staff. I mean, th- th- there's a lot of things that, when you really break down why this organization is having so much success off the field, it is a testament to what is happening behind the scenes, right? Um, we see what happens on Sundays, um, but look, what, what's happening behind the scenes for this team is paying dividends, and I think that's where uh, Sean McDermott, Terry Pagula, right? I mean, just the whole nine yards uh, with who runs this organization. Um, that's where they stand, and I think that was when... I think it was... Excuse me, you look back to when... Terry Pegula decided to move on from Rex Ryan and you just felt like man if Rex everyone has always felt this about Rex Ryan um man if he if he ever had a quarterback it it would have literally done wonders for him in his in his career but you know let's just be real right it's an entire collective effort to find the right guy and there were plenty of quarterbacks that were taken <laughs> throughout his tenure that if he would have you know drafted would have been a game changer for his career and he goes to show you like what's happening with the way the Bills are drafting and it's leading into this whole conversation um we're really we look back and we understand now like the Bills have come a long way from Rex Ryan Doug Whaley and I know the news broke and Doug Whaley got ripped for it saying that he's more on the side of the Bills you know, moving on from Stefan Diggs because of the way the market is. And it goes to show you that uh, the the entire organization has a competitive nature. If you are going to make me feel convinced that Brandon Bean heard those words and didn't get a fire in his belly, no. (laughs) What Antonio Brown said about Buffalo burned a fire underneath him. And you saw how he responded. So I could imagine the competitive nature that he has as a as a general manager trying to build this team the right way, and get over the hump and sustain uh, what that success could look like. Right. And I think that's that's what this is all about sustaining. And that's basically what we're going to be talking about uh, today, guys. Obviously, we're going to talk about the draft and whatnot, but um, sustaining success is, is such a huge deal. And uh, you know, we 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 begin this podcast speaking about. You know, some history here, right? I want to mention four names of past drafts that it's going to blow your mind when they were taken in the NFL draft. Number one, Cooper Cup, taken in the third round. Number two, Antonio Brown, taken in the sixth round. Number three, Tyreek Hill, taken in the fifth round. And finally, Stefan Diggs taken in the fifth round and we can talk about undrafted, right? Uh, A lot of guys that just fit the mold. Well, for for a particular team and their scheme and whatever they do. But let's have this, this perspective going into this draft because this is when teams make or break, um, their success, how they draft and what they prioritize in the draft, I think is a huge thing. We saw last year that the Buffalo Bills were very adamant on what? Building the defensive line, trying to reload however they could because there was no other way to do it. And I think this is something that's been a two-year plan, in my opinion. Going with Von Miller, bringing back Jordan Phillips, Shaq Lawson, goes to show you that this has been a big priority for this team um, and making a splash in free agency when we thought there was zero to (laughs) no cap room at all it 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 speaks volumes on what they're trying to accomplish and guaranteed money they're not afraid to commit to and i think that's something in the past where there was always there was always a lot of hesitation based off of what they believed the guaranteed number was going to look like and how the cap um space was going to if if there if it was at all going to be possible to manipulate and clearly cap space becomes a myth when you have a quarterback that is <laughs> attracting marquee players off the market and just making guys resign and you you saw what happened with Levi Wallace right like Levi Wallace a guy that the Buffalo Bills were adamant on trying to you know develop out of the draft you know just crying on his way out of this organization because there wasn't a way for him to get resigned and then goes to Pittsburgh. Um, and you know, to his, to his belief and whatever, you know, it's because God gave him a sign. Apparently he was wearing like some kind of shorts that were gold and black. And I hope the best for Levi. I think with what happened with Tredavious white was tragic and it, it was really hard for him to fill those shoes. But, um, nonetheless, he got another job and you know, more power to him. Now, um, you know, what we're looking at now is, you know, what are the Buffalo Bills going to do to fill these voids, right? So we talk about Levi Wallace. We talk about, um, you know, how the teams can make or break. And in all honesty, this is all going to come down to what the Buffalo Bills are looking to prioritize. And some people are saying there's a possibility they want to trade up, but it's very testy, right? You trade up you lose capital. And I, I just believe that there's so much power in the scouting department. Um, and to Rex Ryan's credit and Doug Whaley's credit, there are players on this team who are still on this team now since that era, Matt Milano, Shaq Lawson to begin. And they did their due diligence on finding guys that, were long-term solutions. Uh, I, I think the Bills were missing for a very long time a guy that could manipulate uh, the cap space and convince people to stay in Buffalo and know they're they're in, they're part of something that's going to be special and it's something that's you know building and and going towards a uh, sustained success. Now, speaking of which, right? Sustaining success. We're talking about filling those voids. Let's speak a couple. Let's speak about a couple. I want to just talk about three guys that I am I am eyeing in the draft. Um, you know, with the Buffalo Bills' twenty fifth pick and thinking that you know uh, if they're there, I think the Bills should take them. And if they're not, I'm I'm going to be straight up. These three players. If these three players are not there, I want to trade back. So let's get into it. So number one, I want to talk about is Traylon Burks uh, out of Arkansas. So Something that really stuck out to me about him, wide receiver. He's a, he's a guy, huge hands, um, and from re, per report is like very, very strong in the weight room. And that to me, is almost like what you want like we talk about the bills and, and the running game issues, right? And having that dual threat guy at the wide receiver position, you almost want another powerful wide receiver, similar to Gabe Davis. To be able to seal the edge on the run game. You saw time and time again, whenever motor would get to the outside, Gabe Davis was doing the dirty work. And if we're talking about Gabe Davis being able to break out and be the guy on the other side for Stefan Diggs, probably get another guy like Gabe Davis on the other side, uh, you know, in the slot to help out, uh, with those stretch run plays uh, or counter plays, whatever you want to scheme up, right. For the situation, I think this is the kind of guy, he, he has good release, um, has good instincts, and you, you talk about being able to have that strength, that stiff arm strength from a wide receiver. Look at a guy like DK Metcalf. <laughs> he is no DK, but you definitely want a guy that when the ball is in his hands and he's one-on-one against someone, he's not getting bulldozed over by a cornerback or a nickel. Right? Um, he, can, he can handle his own against a linebacker. Uh, and it's going to provide opportunity for the other guys, um, you know, like Jamison Crowder, Gabe Davis, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, and Stephon Diggs. It, it, it could really help bring and sustain a, a more balanced offensive, um, running game with the play action that we've been so desperate to see from this Buffalo Bills. So I'm really excited about him. If he falls down, it looks like he, for a lot of mock drafts, I've seen Mike, Mike Tannenbaum and so on and so forth. Uh, uh, he, he's been hitting the wire over and over and over. Uh, he's either right after he's getting, he's getting drafted by Tennessee or he's falling to the bills. So a guy to keep your eye on. So (laughs) the next one here, uh, we got to talk about him, right? Jordan Davis D tackle out of Georgia. You, you wonder um, you, how far a guy is going to drop down? Um, is he going to be the steal of the draft? Maybe midway through, is he a, you know, a top five guy? It, it it can go either way depending on what teams are trying to prioritize right now. And some people aren't believing this trend is true, but I really do believe that the run game is coming back in the NFL. And you have a lot of slender guys at a four man rush position, and it's very hard to find guys who can rush the passer and stop the run like back in the good old days uh, when things were a little bit slower. (laughs) Quarterbacks are a little faster now, ball comes out quicker. So it makes it more difficult to get to the quarterback. And as much as some of us don't want to admit it, losing Star Latule is a huge blow to this defense and how the Bills had to compensate for his loss. I mean, they were signing guys off the street. This is a guy who really solidifies the position and could be... I mean the steal of a decade at this position and, and look at how the bills are stacked right now. It's, it would be amazing. It's, it's just one of those things. What are the bills prioritizing? They're looking at, um, you know, stopping the run is definitely something that they looked at last year that they, they need to address, but is cornerback going to be a bigger priority? Is wide receiver going to be a bigger priority losing Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders? Um, it's going to be so gut-wrenching if you see this guy fall and the bills don't take him. Uh, I think you pull the trigger. I think wide receiver talent and cornerback talent, you can easily find that in later rounds. Um, obviously you look at a guy like Jalen Ramsey. He was drafted high at the cornerback position. You want to be able to get a guy like that, like sauce Gardner, but it's just unrealistic. I think this is a more realistic approach based off of what I believe people are going to start prioritizing going into this draft. Possibly been able to fall to Buffalo. Maybe they got to trade up just a little bit, but it would be very interesting to see how the Buffalo Bills try to uh, squeeze their way into that opportunity. So, finally, I want to finish off here with uh, a guy that kind of caught my eye over and over and over, and he kept falling into mock drafts. And so I decided to look into what he's about. 5'11 and a half um, out of Washington, Kyler Gordon, cornerback, he's a sophomore. And not a crazy 40 yard dash time, but has that type of just Sean McDermott DNA for the defense. And I, and I think that's going to be more valuable being able to, you know, fill what the bills lost when they lost Levi Wallace. And, um, you know, a, a lot of, look, I, I understand. Okay. But this is kind of a name that we're not very familiar with. Like, why not? If a guy like, you know, Jameson Williams is there or, you know, obviously, a, a Davis guy is there. Like, do you take him? The thing is, we're going to find out very quickly this year in this draft what the Buffalo Bills are going to start prioritizing, you know, going forward as far as the development side, because we know that Sean McDermott builds his team off of defense. And guys, you have to admit, having a guy you got to face like Tyreek Hill. Twice a year with a team that has a ton of speed, you start to wonder is a d tackle really going to be a priority over maybe a guy that's going to fit the scheme well at the cornerback position I don't know now this is a guy I, I looked at I saw some of his tape it just seems as though he just he knows how to read well um you know he's gotten some interceptions uh he he's he pops out when he gets the opportunity, but he sticks to his guns. He know who he, he knows who he is. He doesn't play outside of his skill set. And I, I think that's something that should be taken into account with what Sean McDermott um, and, and Leslie Frazier are looking for as far, and, far as being able to, you know, build the defense the right way. So let, let's switch gears here now uh, midway through this podcast. And I, we got to talk about this now, right? Um, Stefan Diggs, is a polarizing icon of a player for so many reasons. Um, And I definitely believe he deserved every single cent of that guaranteed money of over 70 million and of the four year, $104 million contract. He's been a top three receiver for the last three seasons straight. And, I just feel as though he and Josh Allen complete each other. And it, it's so its so amazing to know that the days are gone when we had, you know, you look at a guy like Lee Evans, or you look at a chance to keep Terrell Owens, maybe just, just guys that have been in this organization that have constantly shuffled in and out Sammy Watkins. I mean, it can keep going over and over and over uh, just very few guys like Stevie Johnson, Eric Moulds stuck it through um, besides obviously, you know, who uh, <laughs> in the hall of fame class that really stuck it through uh, the the hard years here um, and, and became a bills legend. And you talk about someone who's on the level of Andre Reed. I mean, he's almost there. Obviously the bills got to get to the big show. And that's something that kind of separates Jim Kelly, Andre Reed and Bruce Smith from this team right now. Although they lost four straight, they got there four straight times. They competed there four straight times. And that that's something that the Bills, I think if if ever the window was wide open, it's definitely this year. Um But I definitely think the window's way more open for the Buffalo Bills to take advantage, especially with what happened with Kansas City losing Tyreek Hill. And there's going to have to be a big trust factor uh, that we're going to have to hope to see between Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, although they played in college. Schemes change. uh, The game is faster. People play more physical. So we're going to see what this team is really made of. And I think this is a staple... Move for the Buffalo Bills, showing the fan base that they don't care. They'll do whatever the hell it takes to keep the guys that they are building around. Um, I know this is going to ruffle a lot of feathers, but this is the way the market is, and quite possibly this could affect Jordan Poyer. Um, I don't believe this affect Tremaine. This affects Tremaine Edmonds, but you look at. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus uh, takes over as Jordan Porter's agent. He wants to get his money before he retires. He's 32 years old, I believe he's 32, and um, him and Micah, you know, they're they're in their early 30s and they're in their prime, and they want their money. the The question is, what are the Bills looking to do at that position? Now, is it going to be something that ruptures that defense? Here, here's where I stand. All right, it is. <laughs> it sucks. Um I feel torn having if you're going to tell me to choose between Micah Hyde or Jordan Poyer, I'm going to pick Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde is bigger, faster and just that's the, that's the safety I, that's the safety I would like to build my team around versus Jordan Poyer. Reason being is because Jordan Poyer is a short safety that I believe when given the opportunity to really smack a running back that's big, he doesn't really do it. But he compensates by reading defenses, executing, and playing so amazing off of Micah Hyde, he deserves to bring the Pro Bowl, hands down. And I think he'll go somewhere else and do just as amazing. I'm not saying I want him gone. I am saying that the window of opportunity for his contract is, that he wants is it's it's slim to none now this is this is where it gets hard right you look at what happened with seattle richard sherman cam chancellor earl thomas they chose to move on from richard sherman right and eventually that was the demise of the Legion of Boom. The difference here is that these are two very different safeties. Here's here's the thing. If the Bills were to find a guy at the safety position in this draft who can smack the living hell out of somebody and can read defense as well, or excuse me, read offense as well, you're going to tell me you wouldn't want to give that guy a chance at short safety with Micah Hyde. You're crazy. I am saying that if Jordan Poor is making this move, he's making it for the best of himself, for his family. His wife Rachel Bush has gone on uh, Twitter and has mentioned it multiple times um, on how much she, you know, she sticks up for him. And 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 finally, uh, her most recent tweet was about you know it's it's basically all business and uh, he deserves to get paid. It it absolutely, I mean, I'm not gonna argue against that, are you kidding me? It's just, what a hell of a time to mention it. What a hell of a time to get an agent when you knew this had to happen with Stephon Diggs. You knew that. You knew that the pass rush wasn't good enough to help you guys on the back end, stopping the pass. So yes, Von Miller had to get signed. There, there there's there. I as much as I want to support, also the fact that he wants to get the, he wants to get his money for what he's worth. I understand that, but don't put the pressure on Buffalo now. When they're trying to win a Super Bowl, and then try to you know bring a rift into the locker room because you believe you get you deserve to get paid. Rightfully so, you do. But you you are crazy. You are absolutely crazy if you think that the bills didn't need to address these two contracts this off season. You're crazy. Hell of a time. I, I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of bitter about the timing, right? And and it kind of puts pressure on Bean even more now. And and we haven't even gotten to the draft yet. Imagine what the hell is going to happen next year. Sheesh. At the least, we have Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and, and some solid other guys on the defensive side of the football. But man, I am praying and hoping this doesn't start a rift on this team. And, you know, I, I am of the belief it won't, I am of the belief that maybe he's, he could he could get a possible you know solid two year deal on the back end and Micah Hyde as well, uh, you know that that would benefit them both and it would be an earn it contract as well with guaranteed money. I think Kevin Byard, um, you know he's obviously really up there and you look at his numbers, but we can talk about these contracts for hours. Clearly. <laughs> The Bills know how to manipulate the cap space. I am just kind of torn about the timing of the situation. You know how the cap space is. You knew the timeline that you were dealing with. And, or maybe this, you know, and maybe this could be a situation where Jordan Poyer's agent failed and news broke that Drew Rosenhaus took over for him. And, that could also be another big possibility, right? That's, hap- that's happened with a ton of players. Um, and, and you start wondering, right? You look at players like Lamar Jackson. You thought he would get signed already. He's not. Out of that whole draft class, he is the only MVP, Josh Allen included, Baker Mayfield. So, you know, Josh Rosen, wherever the hell he's at, you start to really think about these things, right? The contracts and and what's really going on behind the scenes. Well, the Bills are making the right moves at the right time. Hopefully, the players will trust the situation, trust the process, and know that they are a priority. Hell, if, if the Bills are willing to re-sign Matt Milano, it goes to show you that they definitely will value uh, the rest of these guys and, and try to you know figure out a way to keep them happy um, even if it's a one-year deal, something, right? Uh, just to keep keep the ball rolling until they're ready and they can you know, make bigger splashes in free agency. But going into this season, it looks as though the Buffalo Bills are ready and primed for a Super Bowl. Drafts around the corner. And uh, we're all very excited. We're all very looking forward to it. And um, guys, thank you again for listening. Uh, to Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Again, I'm your host, Steve Vega, and I I cannot finish this podcast without shouting out to all the military and first responders out there. Um, I'm one of you, and I salute you. I support you. Keep doing what you're doing out there. Um, And also, if any of you guys want to jump on air with me and have a conversation about the Bills, let me know, Uh, especially veterans. You know, I I definitely want to make it a priority uh, going into next season uh to bring some veterans on the podcast and you can dm me on twitter and we can have a little chat and maybe organize a situation where either you you want to get on air or you know make a phone call whatever i'm down for it but um guys uh, you know hang in there uh a lot still to be done a lot of uh, a lot of uh, of cap space to be manipulated we'll see hopefully uh The storm is over and and the Bills can move forward uh, in unison towards an amazing season and and, and with no tension between both sides and uh, give it all they got to get over the hump. Thank you guys again. Have a great rest of your weekend. Go Bills.